Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey there, Grant Cardone, New York Times bestselling author, affected hundreds of billions of dollars in sales and $1 billion owner of real estate. Hey, this is Joel Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5. Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Caleb Maddox, and this is Matt Maddox. If you want to 10X your network like I have. And if you want to screw your 9 to 5. And if you want to hit your next level. You should be listening to Build Your Network Podcast. Build Your Network. Build Your Network Podcast. With my good friend, Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Travis Chapel. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Network Podcast. Today is another compilation episode. Uh, we're in the middle of a series about mentorship and masterminds, and there's been some tremendous value been given so far, and I can't wait to share today's episode with you all. But first, you hear my guests and I talk a lot about masterminds here on the show, obviously, especially with these, uh, these last few compilation episodes that have been going out. If this is a new term to you, or you've always kind of wondered exactly what a mastermind is, you're definitely going to want to take my free mastermind course. It is everything you need to know about masterminds in just six short lessons, and it's 100% free. So there's literally no reason to not at least see what it's about. Just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll to grab that course and start today. This is one of the most frequently asked questions that I get is, hey, Travis, what is a mastermind? You talk about masterminds all the time. I don't really know exactly what that is or what, like, where do I find one? Who leads them? All those different types of questions. If any of those have ever come up in your head, just head over to freemmcourse.com slash enroll 
to grab that course and start today. Hey there, welcome back to the show. Uh, this is who or what part number six. So this is part six in a series where I've been asking the question, who you know or what you know, which one's more important and why, which is really the staple question here on the show. It's the only one that I've asked every single guest that's come on. And so I'm really excited for you to hear some of these guest answers today. Today we have Grant Cardone, who's a multiple New York Times bestselling author, multi, multi, multi-millionaire real estate investor. Really, I think his syndication, Cardone Capital now has over $1 billion in real estate under management. Then we have Caleb Maddox, who is a 16-year-old millionaire, also best-selling author. He's written like, I don't know, 12, 15 books. It's literally a higher number every time I talk to the kid. I'm <laughs> super inspiring. And then Jill Stanton, who is the genius behind the brand, Screw the 9 to 5. So there's a lot of different awesome content here in this particular episode. I can't wait to get into it all with you. And remember, by the way, that anytime you hear somebody on one of these topic episodes, just know that there's an entire episode that I've already done with them. Like These are not separate. These are snippets from past episodes. So if you hear one of these people talking and you really resonate with Grant or Caleb or Jill, there's an entire episode in a backlog somewhere. If you just search on my site, you'll be able to find it and uh, you'll be able to actually go back and listen to their full episode if one of them really, really resonates with you. So before we get into this episode, uh, you listen to this show for a reason. Somehow you found it. However you heard about it, it was a Google, iTunes, whatever social media, something about the title, build your network really resonated with you. And, and it means that you're like me, you realize that the single most important factor that contributes to your success is your network. Hands down after years of learning, growing, testing, failing, <laughs> falling flat on my face, and then implementing and then testing some more, I'm finally putting together an all encompassing online training called explode your network. It's my complete framework A to Z that's guaranteed to exponentially grow your connections level up your inner circle and shorten your runway to success without annoying your contacts or printing a single business card, which is really what we all want. This is everything I know about networking connection all in one place. I'm currently looking for a test group to get in at half price and which by the way is less than 150 bucks. So half price, less than 150 bucks before it launches here in the next few weeks. If any piece of content that I've ever released has added value to you at all, then please stop procrastinating and head over to travischapelcom slash explode to start investing to what we both know to be the single most important aspect of your career. It's less than 150 bucks. Go grab it. And it's in pre-launch right now. And as soon as it's released, you'll be the first person to have it, but you'll be able to get it at half price. So head over to travischapelcom slash explode to get started right now now. And now here is who or what part number six with Grant Cardone, Caleb Maddox, and Jill Stanton. Well, you know, look, your connections, man, the connections can accelerate everything. So we did a growth conference. We did my annual growth conference. We did one that was 9,000 people there, 23 speakers. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this years ago. I was out there competing. I write about this. And if you're not first, you're last. The competition thing is a dead art. You don't want to compete with people. You want to collaborate with people. And I didn't know this because the way I grew up, because my dad died, probably I didn't have any connections. And because I didn't have connections and I didn't have a network and I wasn't in the club and I wasn't in the country club and I wasn't at the golf course and I didn't know the bankers, I probably... Because I didn't have those things and I didn't know how to do it, I probably made networking like wrong hmm. as opposed to using it to collaborate. Because I can tell you a whole bunch of people that are less talented than me that went faster than me. 
That's exactly my whole point yeah. with this entire show. And if you listen to this all the time, you definitely know this is where, this is where I stand on it. But what you just said, it basically encapsulates my entire purpose for this because I feel like the what is obviously important. You have to be competent and you have to have a skill set and you have to work on that craft. Yeah, yeah. But I just find that if you focus more of your time on the who, the speed will always be greater. Yeah. Like you'll skip rungs on the ladder. You'll shorten the runway, however you want to phrase it. You'll yeah. get so much better, so much faster. Yeah. And if you combine the two, yeah. you're unstoppable. Yeah. If you are committed to greatness mm -hmm. and you collaborate with other people and lift them up, mm -hmm. like make other people great. You know, my sister said to me when we were doing this conference, it was four days. She's like, my God, the amount of time you give other people on the stage is unbelievable, right? We did a four day event, mm -hmm. 9,000 plus people. That was incredible. And I give speakers, well, Grant, well, you could be up there the whole time. I said, no, I'm sharing, I'm sharing that platform right. right now. What does that do for me? First of all, it edifies me. For sure. It's like, 100%. I don't need to be on the stage. Yeah. They're on the stage on my behalf. Mm -hmm. It gives me a network, a built-in network. So we spent $4 million with the Mandalay Bay. Yeah, that was incredible. To, too. to give yeah. me instant, okay? I got speakers that came from around the world to deliver content. I didn't pay them. <laughs> I spent, I wrote a check to Mandalay Bay for 4 million bucks. I gave them an audience. Right. They can't, most people cannot put 9,000 people in front of themselves. Oh. So I did that for a whole bunch of people and gave them a great qualified audience. So you want to do whatever you have to do, what you're saying, which is build this network, like to reach up. Mm -hmm. And I realized one day I was watching CNBC one morning. I saw all the players on the planet, the top mm -hmm. 50 or hundred players or whatever that number is. They were all showing up in Davos in Switzerland. Okay. Buffett, mm -hmm. Gates, all the players, mm -hmm. the Google boys. I'm like, dude, this, look, what are you doing, Grant? <laughs> what are you doing, man? You're so stupid, dude. You need to go to Davos. You need to show up where the other players are. You need to go there and eat dinner. Eat dinner with the kings and the queens. Now, I know some people, this goes back to this last thing you said about the morality thing. Yeah. I don't need all that. Okay. When you say you don't need all that, you're being selfish. You need to eat with kings and queens and power players mm -hmm. because it's going to accelerate everything for your family. Right. Like if you're one of those people that want, you're a Greenpeace guy. The best thing you could do is go eat dinner with Bill Gates, right? Rather than being in your little freaking Zodiac boat, yeah. just doing the Zodiac boat thing, attacking yeah. the big ship. You yeah. need money. You need funding. You need support. Exactly. You need people behind you. You can't do anything by yourself. Yeah. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters 
is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. So what's the best way that you found to get into those networks of people? Like what? Flow power, man. Flow power to people. When I moved to Miami, I called a couple of people, business owners here in town. And I said, look, what's your favorite charity I want to help out? Hmm. Help out. Flow power to power. Give, give, give. Don't try to get something. Don't try to get on my stage. You know, I have people every day like, hey, I want to do business with you. I got this great idea. I'm going to make you a million dollars. Dude, dude, dude. Just flow power to me. Yeah. Right. Flow power to power and keep flowing power to power. Right. Get used to flowing power in the direction of power. That's such a great way to articulate it. I've never heard it articulated that way. That's why I asked for a little bit of an explanation, but it's something I talk about a lot is finding somebody that you want to connect with and finding a way to give and add value. But like just flowing power is a great way to yeah. put it. Because what it happens is offers you the ability to start getting into those circles. of people. Yeah. And the temptation is if you're a good person is that you want to help people. It's like, if you love helping people, the temptation is to help people that maybe haven't earned the help yet. Hmm. So I need to be delicate about how I say this, but I know guys that they help broken people. They help people that are out exchange, that don't show up on time, that don't stay late, that want something extra, they advance some money. Mm -hmm. All you do is cripple the individual more. Remember- Enable. Enable. Oh, you're enabling. You're trying to help. And by the way, the guy that helps broken people over and over is broken. And he's trying to fix his own brokenness by helping another broken person. I want to help people that are, doing well, helping themselves, helping themselves that are in power, moving to more power. They're taking chances and risk. I'm not going to help the guy that won't help himself. I say this all the time. Look, I don't help people that have nothing. I help people that have something and are willing to take that something and invest it in becoming more than than what they are right there. So we can make a network that's strong because a network with a bunch of weak people is not a network, right? It won't work. Exactly. There's so much stuff there to choose from to talk about, but I kind of want to move on the conversation here and ask for just number one tip. So if somebody's just tuning in right now, they missed the whole part of the conversation. And if that's true, you should go check out the beginning because it was fantastic. But if you're just tuning in right now, you need one tip on how to network better, how to increase your inner circle. What is that? Make a list. Make a list, man. Who do you want to network with? It's like getting a job. Yeah. The way colleges are taught how to get a job is you look for the industry that's expanding. It's completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You work for people, not companies. Yeah. So that's, you want to make so true. That's something. I, if I could go back, that would dude, change that. So so dumb, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What industry do you want to work in? Right. Well, I'm an accountant. Yeah. So who's hiring right. accountants? Oh, the gas industry's hiring accountants. Right. You're not going to work for the gas industry and you're not going to work for a company. You're going to work for a person. So what people, you talk about acceleration, man. Don't go get a job. Go work for a person, yeah. right? So I would make a list. Who do I want to network with? Who do I want to eat dinner with? 
might only take you a year or a year and a half, mm -hmm. but a lot of times, and especially for me, I know this to be true, which is why I spend so much time building my network and trying to increase my inner circle is that I know that I don't have enough patience to sit on a 10 year runway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, if I don't see some results soon, like I'm going to pack up and move on to the next thing. So meeting those people and rubbing shoulders with those kind of people always proves to be helping me go in the right direction and go in the right direction a lot faster as well. Joe, can you tell us a story about a connection in your life that led to a moment of success for you? Mm, had a few. Which one? I have some good buddies who are, like I have some good friends in high places, but I'm trying to think of like which one led to a specific profitable outcome. Like, does it have to be money driven? No, or... no not, at all. not at all. Oh, okay. I mean, the first one who comes to mind, it's a tie. It's a three-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be, they're good buddies of mine is James Webmore, Amy Porterfield, and John Lee Dumas. And that trifecta right there, they're just so switched on and they've got so much integrity and the way they do things is all so different. That's what I love. Like James is super mindful and is a great leader. He is like really generous and giving and sincere in the way he runs his team, the way he builds his business, the things that he chooses to do. Amy is super switched on and strategic and fantastic when it comes to marketing and building an audience. I've never seen someone's audience who loves them more than hers. And John has this like militant work ethic. Like you will never find a dude with more focus than that guy. So I've learned so much from each of them that it's hard to equate one of them to a particular outcome because mm -hmm. I've taken away so many gems just over the course of the years that we've been friends. Yeah, It's yeah. so hard to attribute one to just like one specific outcome, but like I'm grateful for all of those relationships for different reasons. So let me ask you a super hypothetical question here. Then. If you had never had any of those three relationships that you just talked about, how far behind do you think you would be in your business and your story and your career right now? Ooh, at least a good few years. I'd probably be in the weeds a lot more than I am. Hmm. I'd probably be much more chaotic and messy behind the scenes because I've learned from them how to really finesse a team, how to be a good leader, how to be a manager of people, how to set boundaries, yeah. which is something I really struggled with because I'm a stage five clinger inside our membership. So I always want to be knowing all the things. <laughs> and for them, you know, they have really strong boundaries, all three of them. Like, yeah they aren't messing with the day-to-day -day operational in the trenches kind of tasks. So mm -hmm. if I hadn't learned that stuff or if I hadn't been given quote unquote, the permission to kind of take a step back and focus on like leading the company in a certain direction, mm -hmm. I think I still would have been making like maybe a hundred grand, a few, like maybe 200 because I would have been in the trenches doing the things versus focusing on finding people to fill those gaps, yeah. really setting boundaries, allowing for mental white space, you know, just like protecting mm -hmm. myself yeah, and, yeah. and Josh and like what we want for our new little family we're cooking up. All of those little things have all come from insights and just conversations that I've had with those three. So with it being so important to get out and get to know people in your space, to build relationships, genuine actual relationships with people, why do you think that so many people just neglect to do it? Because mm, I think they go into, I don't think they neglect to do it. I think they do it wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think people go in with a motive to get something out of the relationship. Yeah. And that is one thing I never went into. I never go into any relationship like that, but specifically 
with those three. I've actually never asked them for anything. Like I've never said, we should do a webinar together. Or we should do this together. I've never said that. I've always prioritized the connection and the relationship first. And I know that that stuff pays off. Yeah. You know, like James yeah. spoke at our event. John and Kate are the speakers at our first retreat. Amy and I have a great relationship and do each other's podcasts quite frequently. Like there are certain things that I quote unquote, get out of it, but I've never gone in with a motive to get something out of it. I've never taken more than I've given. I've always gone in with like, how can I give more than I take? How can I just be a real human and behave like you normally do in an offline setting? I think that's where people get tripped up because they're like, okay, how can I make the most of this introduction? (laughs) You can show up and start being human. (laughs) Just be be, be normal. It's it's so funny you say that because I was actually just in Australia with John and Kate right after and before I think that you guys were, I know you guys spent a couple of weeks out there. I saw them in New Zealand one time, and then we spent a lot of time together in Brisbane at the uh, podcast conference. Are you the dude who hosted the meetup with them? No, no, no. In Auckland? No, 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 no. I met up with them just for like a quick breakfast before they took off from New Zealand to go to Australia because we were coming into New Zealand when they were going out of New Zealand. So we met up in... It was in Auckland. It was in Auckland, but it wasn't like the big meetup for, oh, for okay. his audience, though, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. And then you met up, what, you were there for We Are Podcast. For We Are Podcast, yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and we I, left the day before that conference, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I was looking forward to meeting you guys. And then they're like, oh, yeah, they just took off. I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> okay, yeah. never mind. I was so, dude, I was so pregnant and so over the peopling. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. There's lots of peopling that goes on at events, too. Yeah. So you wouldn't have had I much of a break. I just peopled for a month straight. I was like, good night. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we were at the event and by this point, I know John and Kate pretty well. I spent some time Mm -hmm. out at his house and I've worked a couple of events for him, selling his freedom mastery journals and stuff like that. And so I was just kind of hanging out with them and he invited over, uh, Jordan Harbinger was there and Mm -hmm. and Omar uh, Zenholm and Nicole were there. I love you. Michael O'Neill, a couple other people in that circle and a bunch of people that I really wanted to get to know and hang out with. And obviously in podcasting, those are some of the biggest names that exist. And me being a relatively new podcaster, I was like, well, this is going to be awesome. And it was funny after I hung out, after I was done with the conference, I came back home. Somebody asked me like, Hey, did you learn a lot while you were there? When, when you got to like hang out with those people and have lunch with them and dinner, did you like learn a lot? And I was like, honestly, I didn't really ask many questions about podcasting like now that I think about it, I just kind of, like you were saying, I just was kind of hanging out, just like being a person and just chilling and talking about life and where you're from and what do you do and how'd you get, no, that's crazy. And it creates such an actual, genuine, deeper relationship with somebody when you just try to get to know them as a person instead of Mm -hmm. like, Hey, so you're a big podcaster. Can I come on your show sometime? How would that work? I mean, they get that so much, right? you know, like be different by not being that guy. And you'll always stand out. Like, how much do you think John gets asked for advice? A lot. Oh my goodness. Like, I've seen people just fanboy out over him. And I'm just like, you guys need to reel it in. Oh, trust me. I'm the one taking pictures. (laughs) 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 When when I've worked those events and he's like signing journals, I'm always like the guy, here, can you take a picture real quick? Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) So yeah, no, I completely understand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what you're saying. And you know what's crazy about this is that we're all just entrepreneurs, right? Like, why is there this weird web celeb culture going on? Mm. 
Right. You know what I mean? They're just business owners. Yeah, exactly. They've just been in the game longer. It's this like weird fan culture going on right now. And so people lose their goddamn minds yeah. over meeting a fellow entrepreneur <laughs> yeah. when you could just really be a normal person and get so much more out of that relationship. Yeah, all these Facebook, there's like 5,000 people on yeah. Facebook Live. There's That's like all these so people funny. watching and the whole sales team's <laughs> in there. My dad's like, he was the one that made me do that. So I think he was always pushing me out of my comfort zone. In the yeah. moment, I didn't like it. But in the day, now I look at it and you have to go through the pain to get to the prize, right? That whole right, thing. You have right. to pay the price to get to the prize is the, is the thing. So understand, way too many people are in their comfort zone. You got to get out of it. Mm. You know, look at the word comfort. What is that? Like imagine like a comforter when you're in bed. That means you're under the comfort. It means you're asleep. Yeah. Like, you know, if you have dreams, you can't be asleep. You need to wake up and work. You have to go after it yeah. and do those things. And my dad never allowed me to believe I wasn't confident. So I just think it was, it was that discipline and him forcing me to do things that I didn't want to do has gotten me to where I am now. There's so many insights there that we could really dive into, but we do need to move on the conversation because this is Build Your Network podcast where we talk about how to network, how to build relationships with people. And I know that this is kind of a word that has a really negative connotation to it. And that's yeah. part of the reason why I have this podcast because I want it to not be that way. I want people to understand that there is so much value behind building real genuine relationships and stuff like that. So you guys obviously have a fantastic circle. Just reading off a portion of the names that you've been able to connect with and speak with and get to know over the last few years, anybody would know that you have a fantastic circle. So the way I always get this conversation started off, and you guys can do whatever you want with this question, if both of you want to answer it or answer it together, however you want to do it. But I always kick off the conversation with this question. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? I think it's equal, but it's definitely, you got to know, first of all, you'll never get to know the who if you don't know the what of how to do it. You know, mm. what's the secret? What's the secret of really connecting the powerful people or influencers or celebrities or even clients or potential clients? So mm. I think they're important. I understand what people say. It's not what you know, it's who you know, but it's not true. They're both important. So I'm shocking the audience with a little different twist, but definitely <laughs> the who you can't survive without the right connections. You right. can't even go a business or build a movement or do big things without connections. So I think they're equally important, my friend. Hmm. So I would say I would give the same answer. They're just by equal, but because you asked me questions, I don't want to just say equal. I guess if I had to choose, I would say it's what you know for only one reason. That's because when you have a hunger to learn, first of all, that's going to help you get more connections. But when you learn, you listen to stuff like this, right? You listen to your secrets that you're probably giving on the podcast about networking, stuff of that nature. When you learn how to do it the right way, mm -hmm. you learn some of the secrets. At that point, you can connect and be with anybody you want. When you understand how to look at this person, say, I want to meet them and like make it happen. I think that's powerful. So I think who you know is more important on a business aspect, but what you know is going to get you the people like who you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah. yeah, they both will breed the other. You know, so like if you focus yeah. a lot on your what, your who will grow. You focus a lot on your who, your what will grow because you get around yeah. the people that know the things that you need to know, all that kind of stuff. So in this new era, this new digital era where an entrepreneur can launch a shoe line like Gary Vee did and yeah, actually same, make bro. money on it, where people, you know, that normally would have zero influence now have mega influence. How much more important is it based on the law of association for you to be around those kinds of people? Yeah, personally, I think I think it's key. Honestly, one of the most powerful things you can do is associate with celebrities, influencers, and powerful people for a couple of reasons. Number one, 
it absolutely skyrockets your credibility. You know, whenever I'm sitting here, I'm 16. There's someone watching the podcast who's never heard of me before because I get a message every single podcast I ever do. Like, I had no clue who you were. When I was first watching you, I was like, what can I learn from a 16-year-old? And then I guarantee you, whenever I mentioned, like I was in Arnold Schwarzenegger's house, people think differently. People associate who you're with. But at the exact same time, it's the energy that you pick up on when you're with those successful people. Like just being in a room with billionaires it changes your mindset that, you know, mm-hmm. seeing the like, Dean James, Thrive Connect, multi-billionaire, like just being around him, that like that enhances me. Being on stuff with you, like being with, you know, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger's, Tony Robbins, those people, the energy that you get from it and the knowledge. Yeah, I think that's the game. Yeah, awesome. Do you have anything to add to that, Matt? Yeah, I think it's important to understand that being around these people, they don't say a lot, but you can learn a lot by listening and watching and studying their habits, their mannerisms. Yep. Yeah. You know, you can learn a lot by what they don't say sometimes as much as you can as what they say. And we were with a billionaire and he's like, hey, I want you guys to come over, but I only have 30 minutes. And it led to six hours. And we're like, dude, wow. you know, his secretary kept coming in saying, you got an appointment. He said, cancel it. So anyways, we asked him at the end, you know, we're very grateful, but man, why'd you give us so much time? Yeah. He said, because the one thing you got to understand about billionaires is it's all about energy. When you get around people that have the right energy and he said, you just got to go with that flow. And he's really big into that. And I'll tell you something that's very important when it comes to getting around the right people. It's not because you need a selfie with them. So all your friends can like it. It's so that you can tap into their energy and their flow and their mindset and their habits. And literally it'll elevate you. Yes. It gives you a lot of positioning. Yes. It gives you a lot of credibility, but more important is who you become by associating with people that are influencers, celebrities, they're power. And I'm it doesn't have to be a celebrity or an influencer to be an amazing, powerful person. It's true. It's some of the greatest people we've ever met that have totally transformed our lives Nobody knows who they are, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean they're any less. Right. Man, that's so that's so true. And something I've definitely found on this podcasting thing is that you'll have like this big interview coming up with an influencer and you get into the bulk of the conversation and it's just like the content's like, it's just not as good. And then you, you'll have somebody come on that's just no name and nobody knows who they are, yeah. but you'll just learn so much from them. And it was like, wow, that was such a fantastic interview. So yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. Hands down. Can you guys give us any tips? I'm interested to hear your answer to this question because this is something that I, it's something I've just recently been asking people. But when I find myself in these like situations, when you're talking to a lot of people and you have that like one or two people at, the, at this networking event or conference or just at Starbucks or whatever it is, that just is like sucking value from you. Do you have any tips for getting out of that conversation? Ooh, okay. I like it. You took a spin. Getting out of the conversation. Get out. I like it. I'll let you go first. What you got? What you got? Well, I mean, I think it goes like this. You know, if it's somebody who has poverty mindset, they're negative, or you can just tell that they're they're trying to like suck everything from you. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we believe in just coming from a place of just honestly, hey, I've enjoyed this chat, but I need to move on. I wish you the best. Just look them in the eye and be very frank with them. Don't Mm. fluff and be like, oh, I need to go get a drink. You know, just tell them the truth. Say, hey, I've enjoyed connecting with you. I wish you nothing but the best. Mm -hmm. Keep up the good work. I got to go. But there's a lot of people in here type thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then just understand that no matter what, even if you, are you talking about people that like are negative or you're talking about people that just negative? Yeah, yeah. No, like people that are like super positive and they just want to be around you. I think that's a different story. I'm talking about people that are just like, 
they come up to you, they try to brag on themselves for 30 minutes, and then they try to have this ask at the end that doesn't go along with anything that you do. And they're just, you can tell that they're just trying, there's this hidden agenda, they're sucking value from you. And yeah. there's like nothing okay. at all in this conversation that is good for you at that point. What do you do? I think the first thing you got to do is, here's the, you got to care about people, mm-hmm. but sometimes like you got to understand. You got to guard your time too. Yeah, you, gotta, you have yeah. to guard your time. I dip as quickly as possible in those situations. We know a lot of you know celebrities that we've had, you know, because we get really close with these celebrities and stuff of that nature. I can't mention their name, but there's one person who uh, anytime that he is like in a situation, he's in a conversation and he wants to get out, he'll like look at his assistant and do this. And like the assistant will come up and like, and, like hey, you got something going on. Pro like, tip that, right there. <laughs> yeah, pro tip. There goes. And for those of you listening, my- Caleb just tugged on his ear. That's so the guy tugs on his ear yeah. when he wants his assistant to come grab him out of conversation. That's hilarious. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, little signals like that. My dad and I have different stuff like that. You know, we'll figure out a way. I don't know. It's just being smooth, being respectful. But at the same yeah. time, you got to guard your time. That's the literally the most valuable asset. And I would actually argue not even your time. It's your energy. Yeah. Because yeah. time that, you know, you may spend four hours on a Sunday watching the Super Bowl, right? Like that wasn't a good use of your time, but it's, you know, your energy is good. You have fun, whatever that yeah. is, right? Mm-hmm. Basically saying it's not even your time. It's the energy that they're sucking from you. Because I'll give seven hours to someone who I feel has good energy, mm-hmm. but if someone that's not, you got to dip because yeah. that, that energy will. And off. you got to evaluate: Is this a good person that just has never had a mentor? Is this somebody that's like, got, uh, you know, they and they just need? And I'll shoot them straight. I'll say, listen, because I care about you and I really <laughs> believe you have the goods. Let me give you a little helpful tip in the future. I'm not offended, but I'm going to tell you most people will be. Mm-hmm. And I want to coach you real quick here, and I want to show you what you should do anytime you're in a situation like this. And I do that a lot if I mm-hmm. sense that they're good people. Right, you know, if I right. so it's a good person, he just, you know, he hadn't been coached or mentored yeah. or maybe he didn't have a dad in his life, somebody that really just sat him down and helped him. I'll do that, you know, because I believe that's a part of our responsibility mm-hmm. is to yeah. just be someone that totally always gives mm-hmm. and uh, good things will come to you when you do. Yeah. So, okay. Now talking a little bit about all of this, how do you, so if you're listening to this right now, and you just got this insight from these influencers that like, oh man, I hope I'm not that person that's annoying people. What's your advice to that person? Like, so when you're talking to that person, Matt, how do you go into that conversation? Like, what would your advice be to avoid that the next time you're at an event or something? Well, you know, first things first, you always approach with confidence and you always approach with true, true, authentic, just nature. They can always tell, you know, they didn't become who they are without by being dumb. They can read people. Mm-hmm. Most people that are very successful can read people. Mm-hmm. And what's been helpful for us is I'll say, you never apologize for approaching them because that's automatically a sign of somebody that's either got poverty thinking or insecurity. Mm-hmm. So always approach with confidence, you know, shake their hand and ask a unique question. Don't over fan, you know, of course, all of them have egos. That's why they are where they are, because, you know, yeah. you know, some of them, they're good. Like, they, <laughs> exactly. So it's okay to give a compliment, but let it be a unique compliment. Let it be something that makes you stand out that you're different. Ask a question that shows interest and then say, listen, I don't want to take a lot of your time, but here's what happens for us. We've never had anybody push us away. Because our questions are unique and there's truly like a passion and, and the ability to show interest yeah. and really, really connect with that person. I think that would be my best advice for people that are going in networking. And I guess we're dealing with more power, but even in like a regular networking situation, yeah, yeah. look, you're right. You should never talk about yourself. 
unless they ask you a question, keep it brief, make it more story based mm -hmm. and, you know, make it unique, of course, but keep it brief. That's, get that's them key. talking. That's key. If you're going to talk about yourself, make them make you, you know what I'm saying? Make mm -hmm. like that, you know, they'll ask you a question. That's if they don't ask you a question, then it's just trying to be about them. You ask them questions. I'll give you guys three words. Three words is confidence, respect, and hunger. Those are three words that I really value with networking. Approach people with confidence. Honestly, one of my least favorite things is when people approach me and they feel like, you know, I appreciate it because I feel like, you know, it makes me feel good or like, you know, they revere me or what, however you could put it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I usually don't try to have too long of conversations with people that are acting super insecure that are like, oh, you know, I respect your time. I, you know, they kind of drop too low. Mm -hmm. So have yeah. confidence. And like go up, you know, I was, uh, we were downstairs yesterday and some guy was like, oh my gosh, Caleb Maddox. And he wanted a photo and uh, I was willing to talk with him for like a good 10 minutes or so, yeah. but he literally like cut it off in a minute because he was like, I know you got to go. And then he kind of like walked away. Just like have that confidence and understand hmm. they're humans. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, Steve Sims, who was at Thrive Connect. He's yeah. played basketball with Elon Musk before. And I love how he talks about how he beat Elon Musk in basketball. I just think that's so funny because you think about it, it's because Elon Musk has his things that he's good at. And then there's things that he's not good at. So meaning like every single celebrity influencer, they're usually good at one or two things, just like you're usually good at one or two things. We're all mm -hmm. humans at the end of the day. So yeah. have that confidence and don't feel like I don't deserve to be at this person. Yeah, yeah. Walk into, and then that's the second word is the word respect. Have confidence, but still have respect. Don't, don't be arrogant. Don't try to act like you're better than them. You know, I, I hear all these people talking about positioning and I love that. But at the exact same time, no matter how long I talk to Michael Jordan, and no matter how much I try to position myself, Michael Jordan's not going to view me higher than him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exact same thing. Have respect and like understand, you know, you still are and like respect their time. Mm -hmm. You can sense right. they're trying to leave, then do that. You know, yeah. just res have that mutual respect for them. And third thing's hunger. One of the number of things we look for when we're networking with people is who asks us the most questions? Who's the hungriest to learn? And that's one thing that my dad's super good at. And that's why people absolutely uh, love to connect with them. And I'm part of the reason why people talk long, but usually my dad's the reason why the guy goes from 30 minutes to six hours. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to learn more about how we've been able to get some of the guests to come on the show, I've created a totally free resource called Meet Your Hero. So if you'd like to connect with people you respect and admire that are difficult to reach, you're going to want to go to travischapel.com hero to take action and start that training today. Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.